Ladies and gentlemen, the president of Afterthought Media. everyone, this is Joe Batanz, president of Afterthought Media, here with the annual State of the Network. Uh, this is where I'm going to give my, not only breaking down and analyzing what happened here at Afterthought in 2020, but also talking about uh, the vision for the future. And I think it's really important, if you're an Afterthought Media listener, to listen to this State of the Network because this is where I outline all the big changes coming to the network in 2021. You know, we did the same thing last year. I literally outlined different changes that were happening. And then people were writing to me saying, uh, what happened? I don't know what happened. What, what caused, well, I didn't even know they was going to do this. Some guy actually even, because I mentioned the tier changes last year. And he mentioned to me, uh, he accused me of doing a bait and switch. And then when I referred him to the state of the network, he never wrote back again. He probably quit, actually, to be honest with you. Anyway, so let's get right into it. I don't want to waste anybody's time. Uh, let's see here. What are we going to talk about? Oh, I have, have an outline. You know, First is, how was my break? You know, I just got back from an eight-week hiatus. And I'm going to tell you, we're going to address this later. Coming up to that hiatus, all through October, so even September, I was just burned out. I was exhausted. I knew I needed a break, so it wasn't like I was like, I'm never going to do podcasting again, but I was just, I need a fucking eight-week break. And uh, it was exactly what the doctor ordered. I returned, refreshed, energized, but also during that break, I did think a lot about Afterthought Media and what I wanted it to look like when I got back from said hiatus, okay? And that's a lot of what this speech is going to be about. Things are going to change in very small ways, but very profound ways uh, that uh, will affect your content. But I think ultimately in a good way. And we're going to get right through it. Um, Okay. Now, in 2020, we had two things happen. Uh, We grew like never before in the first six months of 2020. Okay. We exploded in growth. On the flip side, though, and and I'll explain my theory here. I mean, I don't have evidence for this but uh we had more we lost more listeners after in the second half of 2020 than ever before and uh we lost about 25 percent of our audience which is unusual we usually lose about 10 to 12 uh after drag race i think it accounts for the i think the pandemic accounts for both the growth and the loss I think we saw a big growth uh, because people were stuck at home and needed podcasts. They were listening to a lot of podcasts while they were stuck at home. This new thing that was happening, and especially at a time when they thought, oh, we're going to go back in May. This is just a temporary thing. If you remember, if you listen to Shady Pine Season 1, the reason we did it, we were like, oh, we wanted to get it done by May because we were like, oh, then we can go back to our normal lives. We thought it was going to be back in May, and I think a lot of people did. So I think the growth 
we saw a lot of growth. People were like, well, I'm just at home. I might as well listen to podcasts. And so, um, uh, I'm going to fade out that music. We'll come back to it though later. Uh, and other people thought, oh, well, we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll have the, we'll do the podcast. But then after all stars ended, which was about July ish, uh, July, early August, we saw a huge drop more than usual, but if you, if you think about it, it coincided with the time that the un- people's unemployment started to run out. Uh, people started to get in. That's when we realized, this is at about the time, too, that we realized this pandemic isn't going anywhere. This is not a, a couple of months. This is a very long process. And I think, oh, wait, I'm not talking. I, I've been on uh, uh, everyone on Discord. I thought I, I didn't know I was on mute. <laughs> So I'm just going to jump back in. A few people were listening to this later. I, I thought I was on mute on Discord. I didn't realize I was on mute. All right. Anyway, so you just have to just catch up where, where I left off. So I think that accounts for the big drop in uh, in the summer because I think because people would actually write to me. Not a lot, but some people wrote to me and said, hey, I really like the content, but it's like, you know, I just can't afford it right now. I have to cut corners. And so, uh, we, so like I said, we, we dealt with the biggest growth in our history, but also the biggest drop in Patreon subscribers in our history. And I think, again, like I said, like that had to do a lot, I think, with the pandemic. What's funny is I think we're starting, I, well, it, it'll take time because Drag Race just came back. I think we're starting to see a regaining of that growth because just as if, just as people got used to the pandemic and so they had to drop the Patreon, now they're used to the pandemic and they're signing back on to the Patreon. And I do think Drag Race has a lot to do with that. Um, and I, I said, add to my notes. I just realized something like that. Okay. 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 All right. Done. Um, so that was 2020. But in a nutshell, creatively, it was great, but also creatively, it was exhausting. And we're going to talk about that, too, when we talk about the plans for 2021. So great growth, but the pandemic, def- the pandemic definitely took its toll. And we'll rebuild. I know we will we'll, we'll rebuild. But what I so my focus for 2021, and we're going to get into it right now, is how do we maintain and, in fact, to be honest with you, improve the quality of the shows and still prevent burnout and still get you the value for your money. So one more thing I just realized, I want to talk about it before I get into the plans for 2021, is... We put out a lot of content. We put out a lot of content. And as many of you would tell me, I put out way more content than anybody else did at that price range. And that stuck with me because I realized I was killing myself. And I didn't want to raise the price. I think the price points we're at, I think, are the price points I want to be at for a while. I don't see it in the next couple of years changing. However... Uh, I can play around with what's offered in those price points and still bring you value because I will say, you know, there were benefits to it and, and, and detriments to it, you know, in that the benefit was, you know, for what I do is I have the luxury of trying new things. 
but they don't always work. A case in point is Cuckoo Bananas, which was a show that I think was good in theory, but once it was in practice, it failed miserably. And I hated that show. I hated, hated, hated Cuckoo Bananas. So we have the luxury of trying things, but I was always trying to make new shows because I was trying to provide as much content for you as possible. The problem is, I don't think the pro- the content we created was very good. And so it was one of the things where it was, it was quantity over quality. And I want to switch that for 21 and, and make that quality over quantity. Don't, don't worry, you're going to hear this late and still a lot of shows. But a lot of just the extra, extra, extra shows, that's going away. Because A, those shows for the most part weren't very good. And I wasn't proud of them. And B, they were exhausting me. They were literally tiring me out. So what I what I'm shooting for here in 21 is to trim it down to to make it as lean as possible, but it's still as good as possible. And what's great is I've already gotten very positive feedback. Well, I haven't told many people this. People who don't even know what I'm talking about, positive feedback on the shows because uh, they. They are recognizing that a relaxed Jobatance, a Jobatance that is doesn't have all this pressure on him, is a, a better Jobatance, and thus the shows are better. So let's jump right into 2021. And the first thing I want to talk about are the new drag race policies, okay? The new RuPaul's Drag Race policies. RuPaul's Drag Race, I mean, our flagship show is called Drag Race Recap. You know, so this is a big, big show on our slate. But again, in the mistakes past, I realized... We were just offering too much content. It was just, and to a point where, again, I think three-fifths of those shows that we were offering weren't very good, to me, if I'm being honest. And it was just a lot of content. And so uh, and so I wanted to trim that down. So, if you, so in 2020, this is what we had. On Friday, we had the first response where we would get together and do a live show responding to the first show. Then early in the morning, I got up and I did Drag Race Recap along with Just Between Us Girls, but that just comes with the package. Then I would go do the pit crew. Then I would do uh, the rumor mill. And then I would do Rulaska Thoughts. I'm actually counting six shows. Okay, six shows about one show. Six shows about one show. All right? That's ridiculous. And... I and and the proof is already in the pudding. The hypothesis has played out in that even in the past couple of episodes I have just been happier and more energized and on top of my game because it last year I was first of all I was blowing my load so to speak on the first response even though I tried not to talk about the episodes sometimes I would invariably kind of talk about the episodes so let's talk about the demise of the first response. The first response is no more. Okay, unless we have, I have a new policy on co-hosts. They can't be fans, and they can't be people. They just they can't be rando people. You know, like for instance, Adam Salandra is a perfect example. In that JL is new Adam Salandra from his time as After Buzz. Adam had his own uh, show on After Buzz, uh, Gay Weekly Roundup, and he also had done red carpet interviews for After Buzz. He's a pro at broadcasting, okay? He knows what he's doing. I need more of those people, unfortunately. And so the days of just like, oh, you have a show and you have a show and you have a show, those are done. Unless you can get me some uh, practice episodes 
uh, of, of something you're going to do and prove that you already have the chops, those days are done. Okay. So, um, you have to have some sort of podcasting experience. And so on first response, uh, when I didn't try, when I didn't do first response, we ran into a problem in that we, we didn't have that. Okay. And so the, the first response suffered as a result. And then when I was there, it was, I was blowing my energy for the next day. So first response suffered and I would be, I would be dreading. I remember the show, but because even though I have a producer, okay, on RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, I still have to watch the show in a different way than you guys watch it. It can't be casual. I'm taking notes about what I'm going to talk about. Uh, the load is just a little lightened. So then I would have to go from that. I'd have to wolf down a dinner in between because I watch it from 5 p.m. to 6.30 my time and then immediately go on to the first response. And then that, even though I only want it to be 45 minutes, I'm not blaming Lori. It's just when Lori and I are together, it doesn't last 45 minutes. And so it would be longer. And then it'd be 8.30. And because we had to do the show so early in the morning, I had to go to bed immediately after that. Then I'd wake up and my energy was just shot the next day for the show. And I feel that the show the flagship show suffered as a result because I was just running around. Now I go to bed and I wake up refreshed. I haven't blown my energy. I haven't talked to anybody about it. And I think if you notice, notice the first couple episodes of this season compared to last year, the show's already better. And the other thing too is we're only going to have two extra drag race shows. That's it. No matter what the season is. So right now, for instance, so there's always going to be a just between us girls because that's just 20 minutes that we tack on to the show. And we do that anyway. And any host on any show, there's a version of just between us girls. No problem. End of story. So technically for me as a creator, there's only one extra show for me. It's two extra shows for you content wise, but only one extra show for me. And that's the rumor mill. But the rumor mill, I don't mind doing it because it's doing, I'm doing it with Lori, who I love. But also, uh, it's not really about the episode. It's about the show. It's about dramas and gossip surrounding the show. And it's about spoilers for upcoming episodes. But it's not about the episode. I think where I was getting burned out is I would analyze that same episode three or four times. If you think about it, uh, the first response, the flagship show, the pit crew, and Rulaska Thoughts. Four times I analyzed the same episode. I don't have that anymore. Just one time. One time on the flagship show and then the rumor mill. Okay? Now, for those of you who are worried about the pit crew, the pit crew's going to come back. It's going to come back with Dracula. Okay? And that makes sense. The boys only really like Dracula. Once they were fine with Drag Race, but they really loved Dracula. And they would just do Drag Race to do Drag Race. But they really actually genuinely liked Dracula. And so they're going to do a show that they only like to do. And we are going to do rumor. So it will be rumor mill for um, this season, perhaps rumor mill for all stars with Adam Salandra. Maybe someone wants to do, if you want, maybe there's another show we'll do, but it's only one extra show. And then it's the pit crew on during the Dracula season. Okay. Uh, so the point of, now, the other thing too, is the days of Joe Batanz on every fucking drag race show that ever existed have come to an end. I will only do three drag shows a year. I will do the flagship drag race show. I'll do all stars and I'll do Dragula. That's the only, those are the only drag shows I am personally doing. I'm only doing this season, season 13 for 2021, all star six and Dragula season four. Those are the only drag shows I'm doing this year. Okay. 
So you say, well, what about, uh, well, we already have the Drag Race UK boys are doing Drag Race UK, but what about Drag Race Canada? What if they bring back Drag Race Holland? What about Drag Race Spain? What about Drag Race Australia? Here's the policy on that. The new rule is, I think I announced this on Drag Race Holland. Uh, on Drag Race Holland, I made this very clear after the, at the end of it, that from henceforth, I will only, or let me rephrase, afterthought will only cover international shows if we can get the appropriate host from that country. There is an exception. There's one exception. But the... um. But if, as long, only if we can get appropriate hosts from that country. Case in point, we have Ben and Fraser doing Drag Race UK. Why? They're from the UK. Okay? They're from the UK. They're going to do Drag Race UK. That's the way it should be. Because if you think about it, the point of the show is to explain that culture essentially to Americans. What the fuck was I doing drag? What the fuck was I doing with Drag Race Holland? You know? So, there's that. Uh... For Drag Race Spain, if I can find some Spanish podcasters with experience who want to do Drag Race Spain for us, and if you know of any, connect me. But that's not happening. If if we can't find them, we're not covering the show. Okay? And I'll talk about how that's not necessarily a bad idea to begin with. Drag Race Australia, I know we have a lot of Australian listeners. I actually, believe it, I know I gave this policy about no listeners doing shows anymore, but there's one in particular who I think... I want him to do a spec show for me. I want to listen to it. I think he might be pretty good. But Drag Race Australia will probably cover. One, RuPaul's doing it herself. And B, um, I think we have some pretty talented Australians out there who could probably do it. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be great if we could get the Sydney gays to do it? Oh, my God. That would be amazing. It would be amazing if we could get the Sydney gays to do Drag Race Australia. Anyway... um, Oh, God, I really should try and get that to make that happen. Anyway, that would be the most amazing thing ever. So Drag Race Australia, and then uh, Drag Race Canada, that's the one exception. The Drag Race UK boys, Ben and Fraser, want to continue with Drag Race Canada. Now, listen, if you're a Canadian with podcaster experience, let me know, because then I'll just boot Ben and Fraser. But uh, as of now, Ben and Fraser still want to do Drag Race Canada. But because the new policy is only hosts from their respective country the only exception is Drag Race Canada, which will still have Ben and Fraser. They still want to do it. All right. So that's the, those are the new policies on Drag Race shows. Now let's talk about 2021, the current slate, and how it plays out. Because I already got an, even a message today about someone who's confused. So here's what you're getting now as of January, uh, whatever this is, 13th, 2021. Here's what you get. And this is going to be for the foreseeable future, I think. Um... If you are in the basic tier, you get throwing down and the T on alternating weeks. Now, the T is only the T when J. Ellis is there. When J. Ellis is not there, the show becomes Genius Parade. Either way, you're, the throw, throwing down alternates with the T, and if J. Ellis isn't there with the Genius Parade, that's the new lineup. Catching up is gone, and the T is the replacement. So, throwing down, so next week, so we release, this week we release throwing down, next week the T with Lori, Joe, and Jay comes out, and that's going to be available to everyone who who's a Patreon supporter, okay? That's basic tier. Next, you have premium. Premium still fucking the best deal in podcasting because not only do you get everything from the basic tier, you're going to get 
Drag Race UK, which the policy on this is going to be, unfortunately, with the way scheduling is working out um, in terms of how they release the shows and Ben and Fraser's schedule, the bad news is you're not going to get it any earlier than the public feed, unfortunately. Uh, you'll get it a few minutes early because it takes a while for the public feed to publish. But other than like by 15 minutes, you're not you're going to get it at the same time. Okay. Um, however, to make up for that, I mean, there's no commercials on the Patreon version. But also, uh, Ben and Fraser are going to tack on about a, a 10 minutes or so, give or take, segment where they talk about their feelings on the American drag race. Uh, and that will be tacked on at the end of every episode. And that's bonus content that is not on the public feed, okay? It's basically their version of Just Between Us Girls. But they're talking about uh, Season 13, okay? And that's another benefit you get. But again, unfortunately, because of scheduling, you can't get it early. Because Ben and Fraser, Ben and Fraser actually do the sh- record the show later than Taylor and I do for Drag Race. So it goes up when it goes up. And so we have to get out ASAP. Drag Race Recap is exactly the same. You're going to get it uh, 24 hours in advance of the public feed. No commercials. All right? Uh, also, you guys get a different version. Some would say a better version because, like, I I publish it as soon as it's ready. But then I listen on Sunday and I might make edits and changes uh, to the episode that doesn't that goes out on the public feed on Monday. Uh, also, in addition, you get Just Between Us Girls, which is a 20-minute segment where Taylor and I just shoot the shit about whatever's on our mind. We record that 20 minutes before the episode. And then also uh, The Rumor Mill. You get The Rumor The Rumor Mill now is back to being a Patreon-only show. It's back to being a Patreon-only show. I'm thinking of things I need to talk about on here, so I'm tightening down the notes. Okay. Uh, this Joe Batanz, nothing changes for you. It's still just Joe Batanz four times a week. Uh, and now let's talk about the exclusive tier because this is where there is some confusion. Believe it or not, the exclusive tier is the one getting the most exciting stuff. Because I think we failed at this last year, but I think we're going to succeed this year where they're going to get actual exclusive content. When we started, it was going to be a temporary tier because we were gonna, we were doing season five and season seven. And it was a temporary thing. And then it stuck around. And uh, so we didn't do that, though, in 2020. And so I feel the exclusive tier sort of lost a little bit of its luster. But one of my goals is to bring it back with actual exclusive shows. Okay. Now, remember, just by when I mean exclusive, I don't mean exclusive forever. Eventually, it goes to the rest of Patreon, but it takes a while. So, for instance, right now, the exclusive tier is getting the second batch of Shady Pines. That's episodes... Uh, 9 through 16 uh, they're getting those right now and they can listen live and they get them in their feed the next day and uh, th- so that's what they're getting they're getting Shady Pines exclusive tier that's what they're getting okay uh, but after that now I don't have there will be other exclusive shows but after that I don't have unfortunately I'll tell you what's coming but I don't have recording dates because it depends on the co-host but as of now, Taylor the Latte Boy has committed to season four uh, of RuPaul's Drag Race. So we will be recording season four of RuPaul's Drag Race, Taylor the Latte Boy, Joe Batanz, and that will be on the exclusive tier. I imagine that will probably start sometime in the summer. Or, yeah, because he'll want a break after the regular season. And uh, 
uh, th- yeah, he'll want to break after the regular season, and then we'll start it up. So season four coming this summer. Adam Salandra has tentatively. I do not have it. I don't have a hard yes here. Adam Salandra has tentatively agreed to uh, do season three. So Adam Salandra has tentatively agreed to do season three of RuPaul's Drag Race. So that should be a lot of fun too. I wonder if we could get Jay Ellis to join that. I don't know if he would or not. So right now those are coming. There's also a bunch of other shows that I have in the works that would be exclusive tiers. But my whole thing is for it to be an actual exclusive show that you would want to listen to before the rest of Patreon gets it. Okay? So right now it's J.D. Pines. And I already got a a, a perturbed email. Okay, not perturbed. I think he was just concerned uh, from somebody who was like, I, see, I didn't know that. Do you guys see the shows you don't get in your podcast feed that's so bizarre but um he was a little perturbed that he didn't get shady pines but it's an exclusive show and then but i'll release it to the rest of of you guys later uh and all the shows season three season four you guys will get them eventually just the exclusive tier gets exclusive access to them first all right so that's what's coming up on the slate for 2021 and of course we'll always add things i know i promised uh snatch for the gods the problem with snatch for the gods was more we had a trouble finding um contestants believe it or not that was the hard part was finding contestants so but we'll work on that we'll make it uh we'll make it a thing okay so now let's talk about live shows and it's going to relate to the next topic so live shows um they're going to be on discord from now on uh and 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 let me tell you live shows might be coming i don't know if they're going to be coming to an end. i don't want to do them anymore if we go live it's generally because the person i'm doing the show with wants to go live and my problem with live shows is this is um um but uh is I don't know how to put this because it might sound like I'm being like a baby or a whiny baby, but it has to do more with just like being an effective business person, which is we were offering these live shows, but a really minuscule fraction of a fraction of a percent of the people who showed up to the live shows of, of, of our listeners actually showed up to the live shows. To be honest with you, the only shows that got a decent um uh presents were catching up and drag race recap uh every other show uh was like four people you know and that was sort of the thing with first response too just to go back to the first response is you know i wanted the so that i didn't burn my energy creatively i wanted uh, a variety of people to show up to first response and we weren't getting it not that I had anything against people who were showing up all the time. They were actually saving us because we had no one to come on. But it was more like we can't hear from the same people every single week, you know. And so first response, unfortunately, has to go away. But in terms of crowdcast, too, like a lot of crowdcast shows, people weren't showing up to. And I was just like, well, crowd because crowdcast is very expensive. It's not it's not a cheap service, you know. Uh, and so... Um, yeah, I had to put an end to Crowdcast. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, in theory, it could come back, but I don't see how it would come back now unless 
Well, it might relate to the next thing we're going to talk about. Um, and so then I, I hesitate from, so doing live shows on discord to me is the way to go because it, it already comes with discord. And I know that excludes a lot of you that don't use discord, but the problem with Mixler is as much as Mixler was easier, they did this new security thing with a passcode, but then either you guys would not remember the passcode, or then I learned that there was a a backdoor and that people who just didn't, you know, refresh their browsers or something like that could just get in. And so that was, people were, here's the deal. You guys are both either the most honest, wonderful people of all time, or the worst con men in history. Because someone would invariably go on there and go like, Hey, I just realized I don't need my passcode anymore. And then I go, that makes me go, well, now that you said that, there are other people who will say that and now just quit Patreon and they're getting stuff that they didn't pay for. So once I learned that, I've stopped using Mixler as much. Uh, So so I'm just like, well, what's the difference between you doing it on Discord? And I don't pay, now I don't pay for it. I have to pay for Mixler. I have to pay for Mixler. I have to pay for Crowdcast. And if no one show, I don't mind paying for it if people show up. But no one was showing up, and no one was participating. Well, with Discord, it's for the most part free. I mean, I boost the server a little bit, but I would do that anyway. So now the live shows are on Discord. Now, having said that, <laughs> new announcement. I have uh, a big announcement, actually. There is going to be, and I don't have a hard set date on this. I'm still working on it and whatnot. And it's going to start off slowly at first until we build up to it. There is a yet uh, title to be determined, the Untitled Joe Batanz Project, that will be launching sometime first quarter 2021. And it's going to be a daily show. Uh, Think about it like a morning show. And at first, it'll probably start by being about half an hour to 45 minutes long with the goal of getting up to two hours, three hours, wherever it may be, uh, of content, basically uh, to make my goal of becoming the next Joe Rogan, the gay Joe Rogan, you know? So uh, the gay Joe Rogan or the gay uh, whatever the guy is from... uh, you know, all these other people who who have these, like, gay, liberal Ben Shapiro. And that, but that will not be on Patreon, unfortunately. That will be its own feed on a public feed. Part two is it's going to be open to the public on Mixler on the Afterthought Media feed. So the Afterthought Media feed will still exist, but it will exist as a feed that's open to everybody. And I may promote some Drag Race stuff on there, too, on Drag Race Recap. Um, it'll be open to everybody uh, starting very soon on Afterthought Media. Now, the Mixer. So, the Mixer will still exist, but it will exist as a public feed, no longer exclusive to Patreon. And then that gets rid of the, the problem with people who are entitled to it. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, uh, and so there's new, watch out for this new as of yet. Um, a, a daily show. Uh, I have no name for it yet. Uh, and uh, let me see here. Um, what is <laughs> so? Uh, I have no name for it yet, but it'll be very exciting. Uh, I'm still trying to build it. I I, I, I I don't know if I'm good enough to go solo with it or whatever. Um, but that's that's the layout right now for what's to come on Afterthought Media. 
uh, in the future. Uh, if you have any questions, by the way, new policy too, I need to tell you guys this as well, is if you guys have any questions about anything having to do, I, because of ACAST now, I rarely, rarely, rarely go on Patreon. I rarely go on Patreon because I just go through ACAST now. Before, when I published a show, I had to go on Patreon so I would see that I had messages or whatnot. So if you're trying to get a hold of me, uh, don't do it through Discord and don't do it through Patreon. Email me directly at jobatance at afterthought.media. I'm not going on Discord as much as I used to. In fact, I've sort of put my personal one to bed. I use it sometimes, but not... I rarely, because I, I also determined, state of, the, state of the network here, that Discord was affecting me too much. And so I want it to be a playground for you guys to interact with each other. But I think it's best if I don't go on there as much. And now that I, I used to go on there because of Animal Crossing, but now that I've pretty much done everything I can in Animal Crossing, I don't really have a need to go on there as much anymore. So uh, that's going to do so. Again, if you have any problems whatsoever, please email me at um jobatans at afterthought.media and uh or if anything if you go on discord just tag afterthought media and i'll get an alert uh if you tag me too on there and i'll answer any questions you may have other than that that is going to do it um right now for the state of the network 2021 if I didn't mention anything or if there are some questions you want me to address, maybe we'll do a follow-up because I'm sure later on I'll be like, oh, I forgot to mention I fired Lori uh, or <laughs> something like that. Uh, so email me. Maybe there'll be a part two follow-up or answer questions or whatever. Email me at Media. In fact, that does remind me. There are a lot of shows that are getting canceled or not coming back in the future because you. I know this is weird. I'm a, it's looping anyway, so let me lower this. I should have mentioned this earlier. See, this is one of the things I would have mentioned earlier. Strangely, with Afterthought Patreon shows, there's no way for me to look at metrics or analytics about those shows. And they have them, but because you get them automatically, uh, it just shows like every show gets the same number of downloads, whether it's Drag Race Recap or uh, Joe Reads from the Bible. So, um, uh, you have, you have to, even if you've never emailed me, if there's a show you're passionate about, whether you hate it or you love it, either go on discord and go in that show and say so, or email me personally, because if I don't hear anything about that show, I just assume, assume no one likes it. I mean, that's one thing that discord is for. Like for instance, I see that your welcome America has constant posts in it. Okay. Let me look at discord right now. So, Your Welcome America has constant posts. That means, okay, people listen to this, to Your Welcome America. There's not that much on this Joe Batanz, but it's its own tier. But I'm telling you something. If it wasn't its own tier, I would probably get rid of this Joe Batanz. You know? Uh, the rumor mill always has people there. I'm looking, there are some channels we got rid of. Um, Catching Up always had people. But, like, Friend of the Show rarely got any attention. So, I'm like, is that a show I want to bring back? I don't know. Drag Race Holland had no, almost nothing. That's another thing too. I don't think these internet. I don't think anybody watches these international shows. So why am I gonna? To, for me to do an international show, I have to pay hosts. I have to pay producers. It's expensive. So why am I gonna drop all this money if no one's listening? That's why I'm saying, 
if you don't listen to a show, whatever thoughts they really get listened to, your voice matters here at Afterthought Media because I have no other way of gauging your voice. So if there's a show you're very passionate about, tell me. If there's a show that you're passionate you passionately hate, tell me. If there's a show that for whatever reason you want to say something about it, tell me. Otherwise, I get no feedback. All right, we're going to call it a day there for the State of the Network 2021. If you love those shows, say something. Uh, it's going to do for uh, State of the Union after 2021. Uh, we'll see you guys next year. Like I said, better content, uh, better hosts, better everything. See you out there on the feed. <laughs>